Happy Friday, everybody. It's Fresco Friday here on the podcast. If you're here, thank you so much for being here. If you're not here, you ain't going to hear this, so I got no words for you. Wow. What a time we are living in. You know, what's weird about getting older is you see things through fresh perspectives. Um, and I don't want to get political. I never wanted this to be a political podcast. So it's not going to be. In fact, Wannabe tried to bring it up a few times, and I, I had to shut it down. I, I did not want this to be a political podcast. I want this to be a place free of, of you know, we talk about current events, but I never want it to be the, the basis. I want to talk about the fun stuff, the things that have been fun, the things that will be fun. I want to talk about time travel, which we get into a bit. Uh, I like that kind of stuff. I believe... People are time traveling all the time right now from the future to the past. I, I, I really, really honestly believe that. And I say that with earnest. Uh, time travel is here. And it's been here. And it will be. I mean, time is just a construct. We, we simply just cannot fathom it. Time travel to us is like holding up a, holding up a smartphone to a colony of ants. They just simply cannot fathom it. They don't even see it. That's what's going on. Anyways. This is our first After Dark episode, and it doesn't get sexual or raunchy and whatsoever. It's just literally the first episode we recorded After Dark because daylight savings time, and the sun goes down early, especially with another shot of whiskey. And so, you know, we were a little buzzed for this one. It was nighttime, usually we record in the mornings, uh, but this is the first evening. Uh, the election kind of made a screwed up plans for everybody because things got put off personally you're waiting results still we don't know it's a it's technically thursday night right now you'll hopefully be listening to this on friday morning maybe we'll have a clearer picture of what's going on i still have no idea i have absolutely no idea what's going to happen and we'll see i just watched the president discount democracy i don't want to get political anyway he did it live on tv it was weird uh it felt a bit dystopian Anyways, I'm out of time. Thank you for listening to Fresco Savage live from the interdimensional bedroom, baby. This is Jesus Takes the Wheel. You always got such a smug look on your face when you answer the phone. Fresco, how are we doing? I'm feeling a little smug today, to be honest with you. This is our first official uh, Fresco Savage live from the inter- interdimensional bedroom after dark. After dark, baby. Yeah, and <laughs> listeners may be curious, all eight of you, you're curious. You're saying, what makes it after dark? They're going to be talking about sex stuff. No, it's that literally we record these in the morning, and today we we had to put it off a day, and we're just doing it in the dark. And it's the daylight savings time. Yeah. It's dark at 5 p.m., baby. Yeah, it's weird, man. It's weird. Time is weird in general. Let's get right into it, So, man. like, I was thinking about this. I was thinking about this today, right? So we measure time in seconds and minutes right all right a second yeah a second on so that here uh if we were on a spaceship 
far away from here, would we still count time as we did on Earth? Because a second is only relative to our cycle on our planet, right? Okay. We're okay. measuring time because 60 seconds is 60 minutes, which makes 12 and 12 of those 60 minutes, 12 of those cycles is, is 12, uh, 12 hours, just half a day, roughly at peak seasons. It's like 12 hours of sunshine, 12 hours of nighttime. Right, right. So a yeah, second so- is an, a un, the units <clears throat> we're using are specifically of earthly origin. Yeah, yeah. And that's why space and time are are related, like directly related, right? Because if we were at a different point in space, right, on another planet, or yes, is that because we are we are li- we are judging time by years and millenniums? Right. Shout out uh, the millennium on lunar and solar cycles. Okay, so so it's it, not really real. Um, it, time so, isn't really going or coming anywhere. So if we were on that different planet, would we age? But we, we would age at the same rate. We wouldn't. Yeah, the like, average lifespan is still, you know, whatever, 70 years. In Earth time. Earth yeah. time. So uh, it would still be that same amount of time. But yeah. there, I don't know how you judge it. Right. I think about that a lot, too, that just reminding myself that time, measuring time is just essentially a way for us to keep track of change and how quickly we think things are supposed to change. And so I have this theory that like, we know that we're supposed to get old around a hundred or like around like 75 years and stuff. But I think part of aging is socialized. Now that doesn't mean, Whoa, I think a little bit of aging and how we age is socialized because like back pain, I've got a friend who's a, uh physical therapist and he said that one of the best ways to get rid of chronic back pain is drink more water but does the mm. government want you to know that does big pharma want you to know that absolutely not i was gonna say the best way to get rid of back pain is to stop watching cnn <laughs> yeah dude oh my god yeah no it's, it's i've been hearing a lot yeah. about hydration lately what's dude, the deal and the Fucking, I don't even know what to think about hydration these days because I watched that show with Zach Efron in it with like a health guru guy. I've and never the, heard the, of this show. Okay, Zach, so I could, Zach Galifianakis? Zach Efron. Oh, you know, different Zach. Troy, Very different show, probably. <laughs> you know, Troy Bolton. Get your head in the game, Matt. Dude, I mean, no, God. I know him as Charlie St. Cloud. Remember that film? Oh, Great mother- film. No, you do not know him at Charlie's. <laughs> That's a great movie, dude. It's not better than High School Musical. I've never seen High School Musical. What the fuck? Yeah, I'm, an, I'm almost 30. Dude, I okay, missed, I I missed the boat. Dude, when, when High School Musical came out, I was in third grade, and my mom bought me the soundtrack, and I brought that to school, and my third grade teacher played it, and I was the king of third grade. Yeah, I was day. like, I think I was in high school. Okay, that makes sense. And it's not really made. It's made for fourth graders. It's not made for dude. High High school musical is an interactive, all age. It's interactive. (laughs) Yeah, dude. They did the sing along, dance along. How do you? What What? they just put karaoke words on the bottom and the little basketball bounce, bounce. Yes, exactly. I belong in an executive office. Okay, so that shit came out on a Friday night. 
and I, I always watched, did. I was a big fan of DComs. Yes, yes, and every it's okay. So for the for the next month, uh, High School Musical was on Disney Channel on Friday night, and yeah. then the month after that, it was the sing along dance along where mm. I literally brought a basketball down the basement so I could do the sing along dance along with Troy Bolton. Wow, I mean, I remember, I remember Disney Channel being like wild for me i when there was a disney channel original movie on premiering because they had they had they were so disney channel was so good at like it created an entire world within itself yes it did like so when brink when brink came out on a friday night the thursday before there was a show called movie surfers right and they would just they would go behind the scenes of the movie and everything. Like this is all traditional media that we that everyone watches, but like Disney Channel is so on. Um, they just get it all. They just force it down your throat, but you love it. And you're like, I wish I was a Disney kid making movies. That sounds so fun. It's a fucking vacuum, dude. Yeah, and the movie surfers surfers was brilliant because they'd be like, today we talked to Ashley Tisdale in yeah. her trailer. And it's like, oh my god, Ashley Tisdale's trailer. She's oh so god. pretty. Oh my god, so blonde and pretty and famous. Today and she we've knows- got Eric Von Detten, star of Brink, <laughs> the next Disney Channel original movie on Friday at seven p.m. eight 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 p.m. seven central. Eric Von Detten, dude. Eight seven central, dude. I remember asking my mom what time eight seven central <laughs> yes, was. Yes, because it doesn't. It's not a real time. No, it's not. I do back to fucking time travel. Disney Channel it piqued my interest in time travel. Dude, if I could go back in time, I actually just got Disney Plus again. Oh, oh boy. I've had some nights. Back to hydration quick, though. I drink 17 Diet Cokes a day, and I feel terrible. <laughs> I wanted to say that back then, but I, I at least wanted to get in a bit. Um <laughs> Uh, I've been watching these movies that I used to watch. Yeah. They're not good. Dude, I've I've Hannah Montana and Wizards of Waverly Place, dude. It's not I never watched those shows. I never watched those shows. For me, it was it was Lizzie McGuire, even Stevens. Yeah, dude. Which we watched. Have you seen Honey Boy? No. Even Stevens holds up. Uh I Wait, what's Honey Boy? Dude, Honey Boy? So Shia LaBeouf went to rehab, right? You know that? Part of his, like, getting better was he wrote and directed this movie about him as a child, as a child star. Okay. And so it, like, goes through his career as a kid when he's on Even Stevens. But, like, and his dad is, like, a crazy show business dad. Who's just kind of a, he's not, he just had been in show business his whole life. He was just this crazy man. Damn, God, it's on Amazon Prime. Highly recommend. Just shows how, how Shia LaBeouf got so fucked up. Also, Shia LaBeouf plays his dad. Oh my God. So like, think of the, so he's having to become that character. In order to do that, he must relate to his dad who kind of, and was the one who kind of like messed him up. Holy fuck. Talk Rest. about the emotional. Oh my. <laughs> and the movie is good. It's I it'll make Amazon, you feel things. Amazon Prime. 
Yeah, it's an Amazon Prime original, dude. All the best movies are on Amazon Prime. Thank you for joining us in this commercial. Yeah, man, I can't believe you locked that Amazon Prime sponsor in so quickly. I know, you and know, they got a lot of money to dole out. They do, they do, <laughs> dude. I but we watched an episode of Child of Even Stevens, and it was bad. It was. It's bad the, now because you're twenty, whatever. Yeah, but I don't know how they got away with putting that shit out. Like we watched, we watched That's So Raven, which was good. We watched Hannah Montana, which was I would say it was great. We watched Wizards of Waverly Place, which was pretty bad, and then we watched Even Stevens, which was just like I don't know how they got they, they got away with murder on that one, man. Here's what I think is going on. You grew up with all those shows that you said were like okay. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you understand contextually the era of which they exist. Because comedy yeah, but... morphs and changes for different generations and, and different viewership. You know, right. Like in times, like I think we're really going to see, and I don't want to talk about another podcast because uh, I hate the idea of a podcast about a podcast it's too meta. But Tim Dillon talks about how. He thinks there's going to be a resurgence in just like absolutely slapstick, goofy comedy in the next 10 years because of how tumultuous and literal our culture has become. Yeah, that's interesting. I, man, I I wonder, sometimes I think there's going to be more of a pushback from the comedians and things are going to be a lot more raunchy, like, uh, you know things are gonna get but I, yeah, maybe they can't at this point no like, i think i think you're right i think we will see that i think it to balance out the cancel culture yeah i think we will see people pushing back in like a relatively safe way like being raunchy in a way that everyone like kind of agrees with i don't really know how that yeah. happens but there's yeah. a way i mean louis ck obviously he got canceled but he used to have a bit where he said the n-word yeah and um, he like got free, he got away with it for a long time yeah and yeah. i mean dave Chappelle can, says basically whatever he wants but because he's like funny and interesting he gets away with it yeah and dave Chappelle was a big pushback he made a big pushback against cancel culture in one of his specials and that's huge and when joey diaz tried they tried to cancel joey diaz did you yeah. watch that video? Yeah, he's like, you can't cancel me. You can't cancel me, motherfuckers. <laughs> so I think that the comedians are our only hope there. And I swear to God, dude, if people start going back into that slapstick bullshit, man. No, I'm into it. Like Dumb and Dumber. Oh, like that kind of Just stuff? Just like goofy. Yeah. Goofy, yeah. Like, uh, untraditional. I mean, just like not weird, but like like Home Alone. Yeah, like feel good. Kind of, it, it's gonna be like feel good, almost family stuff. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see for sure. Yeah, the, we need another Jack Black. There are some cringy moments too, like with people like Seth Rogen. If you look at Superbad and Pineapple Express, like they say the R word, they make like rape jokes. And well, now- yeah, I mean, through time, comedy changes. No, I'm saying though, like now, like Seth Rogen and James Franco, they want to be seen as these super woke liberal people, and yeah, then, but... like, oh yeah, well, what about this? And then they have to like backtrack and backpedal. Yeah, but like... I think it's so important to judge things through cultural context. That's what I'm saying, like, man. It's like we didn't we didn't, we didn't realize. It's like we were brainwashed into thinking that that was okay. We we never learned differently. The only way 
once the damage is done, once you've done it, the only way to to change your actions is to move forward with a with a more progressive point of view. Yeah, and I'm glad they did that, but it's like when they get called out for it, all they can say is, ah, it was different times, but they can't just say that. You know what I mean? They have to backpedal and apologize in a weird, awkward way. and Yeah, pretend. but it's like nobody thought it was bad. That's the thing, though. It, they, they're just different times, and I wish... It's like, what if we found out that, like, avocados are bad? Yeah. Like, for example, what if we found out the people who sell us avocados because drugs are more legal than they've ever been are are like the Mexican cartels or the ones that own the farms. And so like mm-hmm. the avocado business single-handedly is maybe uh, like producing gang violence in, in all around Mexico because of the avocados, right? Yeah. And But we love avocados. Right. So like in the future, we find out that we can't have avocados anymore. Right. Are we going to be like, oh... We should have never, ever put avocado on our tacos. Yeah, no, we're not. We're going to be like, oh, we now know new information. Yeah. And we will go forward. Now, also, that's like a real thing uh, about the avocados. What? Are you serious? Not, it's not currently happening, but like the avocado boom. You know how like all of a sudden we have avocados? Yeah. That's because of drug legalization. And so the Mexican cartels had to find a new business to get into. I, oh shit! It's a real thing. So the avocado tell is that Av- what we're going? Avocado tell. <laughs> avocado <laughs> refrigerator. Yeah, I was that's what I'm talking that. about there. I'm talking some real shit in fine. Oh, it's a, it's a. No, it's, it's like not. It's an innuendo. No, it's not. It's about a shitty apartment with a green refrigerator. Oh, okay, that's what that means. Yeah, I was wondering about that. Yeah, you want to talk some? Want to talk some inside baseball? Inside baseball, baby. Uh, yeah. So that line, because everybody, this is everybody always asks me about that because it sounds non, sounds like just random, right? So that is based off a scene in Boy Meets World, which I do reference at the beginning of the song, uh, in which Corey is trying to find his older brother Eric a new apartment. However, Eric is, uh, is very high. He's like picky, and so one of the lines he says he's like you he like you want this he needs that like he wants he wants an ocean view he wants he won't have anything that doesn't have an avocado refrigerator and the whole point of the song is dealing with what you have now making the best of what you have now so like that's it's a very deep reference that references boy meets world yeah i love that though that's really that's so 90s of you too god damn I was raised by TGIF. Do you remember TGIF? Uh, no. Every Friday. It was a block of television. There's a bug in my house. After dark, baby. Uh, there was a block of television from like 7 to 9 called TGIF. Thanks, thank God it's Friday on ABC. And it was all sitcoms. It was Home Improvement, Boy Meets World. Um, oh, boy. I mean, there was a mess of them over the years. According to Jim, Life with Bonnie. Wow. I've seen them all. Hope, uh, not Hope Floats. Hope and Kelly or something like that. Surreal Life of Hope and Kelly, I don't know. So I grew up on Friday nights. We would have frozen pizza and we watched TGIF and drink diet oh. root beer. I was, that was my life. Oh man, That's, that's how I grew up. 
that made me feel warm in my chest, dude. Just we, kids don't have that anymore. No, they don't. Their they dad's on Pornhub. They're on TikTok. <laughs> no one's getting around the table. It's wild. Yeah, dude, and no one's drinking diet root beer anymore. It's such straight. We could Coke. only really have soda with pizza, and we didn't really drink soda all the time. It like wasn't all the time we had it. Yeah, we were in a big soda. Wait, 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 wait. hold up. You're trying to distract me because you know what? I was gonna make a point. Compare Boy Meets World to Even Stevens, real quick. Boy Meets World was so of such a different standard, and I'm going to deny your argument about Even Stevens. I think Even Stevens was like the cheap Adderall of of shows back then. I just want to put that out. They're different shows. Yes, and I think that every show from that era should be held to the standard of Boy But Meets they're different World. eras. Boy Meets World is earlier, yeah. Even Stevens was 2000s, right, right at the millennium. We're talking Justin Timberlake and Britney Spears are dating. They're wearing okay. denim to the Grammys. Oh, fuck. Uh, Evanescence is just starting to explode. We're bringing oh, back to no, life. No. So, like, we're, we're talking, even Stevens is like 2002, 2004 era. Boy Meets World is primo late 90s, okay. 98, 99. And they ended, I think, in 2003 or 2004. We can look it up just for uh, this is one of my favorite subjects. Dude, me too. I, maybe even Stevens is like the, the weird, ugly stepchild of Boy Meets World then. Yeah, so Boy Meets World ended in 2000. Okay. Here's a wild thing. So since I was conscious, probably started watching it in 96, 97. I, I watched that show for like a lot of my childhood every Friday. <laughs> <laughs> that was like a majority. Yeah, but man. that was riding the coattails of um so boy meets world even stevens is goofy and weird and like yeah, out man. of this world but boy meets world is riding the coattails of like family values sitcom right right which is a which a huge thing in late 80s early 90s with like yeah. full house cosby show obviously that didn't work out but you can't deny the cosby show's effect yeah. on culture yeah it's moral like it's moral messages. Also, I want to say, we watched those sitcoms on Friday, but my family also loved like TV Land reruns of all sitcoms. Yeah, I'm just le- I'm just realizing now, I am a sitcom. Like there, yeah. that was so prevalent in my life, just family television. Yeah. Ugh. Did you guys watch like the Andy Griffith show and stuff? My dad still watches. My dad will drink whiskey and just like pass out the Andy Griffith show every day, <laughs> every day. And he can't even find it. He had to, he had to get a special app called friendly, which oh. is only like Christian family television. It's like Hulu, but only like family, like very family friendly. Oh, so God. he could have the show. Cause he loves Andy Griffith. Anything in black and white, he's like a fan of that. Like he, because he grew up with that. It's the same yeah, reason. Yeah, like yeah. I like Boy Meets World, and I like those shows. And I don't really like Boy Meets World now. I'll watch an episode here and there, like a favorite one, just so it's nostalgic and it feels good. But like, I think that's why he watches it too. He also watches old westerns, like Dude, serial westerns. Gunsmoke. Yeah, that's what he watches. My my dad also loves Gunsmoke. We dude, gotta he, get our dads. We gotta get our dads together, dude. Yeah, dude. Because my dad will like watch Gunsmoke. 
and he does this like like Andy Griffith, like when he winds down, he just puts on that mindless TV, like Andy Griffith or Gunsmoke. And like I was over there last week, this past week, and he's like, Oh, I remember watching this one with my grandpa. And I'm like, Oh, there it is. This is so wholesome. You're just yeah, like you're just wanting to like almost like have a connection. Yep. Intergenerational television. Oh. That's how I feel about it with alcohol, which is wild. Dude. When I miss my grandpa, I drink genuine draft, Miller genuine draft. It sounds so stupid, but it's like the gold can, the smell of it. It's like, that's how I remember my grandpa. It's like, it's so sensory. He'd give me a little sip once in a while. Oh, fuck, man. That's, yeah, that's beautiful. I, uh, I feel the same way about my grandpa's still alive, but he, he makes Manhattans at, at, uh, what a what a sensory beverage! Yeah, so yeah. smells the bourbon smells so yeah, grandpa yeah. I had my first Manhattan with him. It's so it's so grandpa esque, and then like the little touch of cherry, the little bit of sweet is what his generation was all about. You fight <laughs> through the bourbon and the whiskey, and you get a little reward, and the reward is so it tastes so much bigger than it really is. Dude, one of the first times you came over to my house, I drank Manhattan. So why didn't you tell me this memory, dude? I I was having I was lost in nostalgia. You You're know? like I'm with my lost. grandpa right now. I was wearing suspenders, <laughs> as I am known to do. Oh God, dude. Yeah, I don't know. We'll have to we'll have to drink Manhattans and um, Golden Draft sometime and just dude. Try. Honestly, the uh, I won't say the hotel name, but that hotel has great Manhattans. Some yes. of the best I've had, but yes. they're closed currently. But yeah, we'll yeah. go check that out after Corona, huh? Yeah. So in two thousand twenty-seven. Yeah, twenty twenty-seven. We will. Um, yeah, we'll check it out. I think it's going to go away soon. I think it's just going to magically disappear. I don't yeah, actually I think, think that. I don't think that. I don't think that. That was a joke. No. I, uh, I'm i just worried. I just want to know who the president is, man. I know we said we wouldn't talk election. Dude, stuff, you, you, we promised. Yeah, all right, all right. Back to even Stevens. Back I know Tom. who the president is. His name's Jesus Christ, and that's <laughs> my president. Dude, so many Christian girls, like, I feel good leaving the voting polls knowing that there's a God that will keep peace no matter what. And I'm like, I haven't seen that. I'm friends with, I'm friends with zero Christian girls who think like that. There are two on my Instagram stories. And I'm like, did you You know what though? Keep them around. It's, it's important to know that those people are alive and most likely procreating and creating smaller versions of themselves. It is good to know. You don't want to forget that those people exist. No matter how I've, far away. I've been. never deleted a Facebook friend unless they share zit popping videos or jump scare trick videos. Other than that, I've never deleted a Facebook friend. Yeah, I like that philosophy. Because Fuck it's important it. to me to, uh, to understand the broad swath of humanity that we have in this country. I agree with that completely. And also, if you share jump scare trick videos on Facebook, you're a fucking soci- sociopath. Dude, it's Bull. so dumb. Also, I did delete a guy once. Uh, when Avengers Endgame came out, mm. he just tweeted, he uh, Facebooked a spoiler at like 2.30, like right when he finished the movie. And he goes, there, I said it. It's done. And I was like, what? At the time, I didn't even really care. But that kind of chaotic attitude 
Right. I was like, we. I don't think we could be friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're not. We're not like, day of not a, people are asleep. Going. Oh, I cannot wait to go see Endgame tomorrow. And yeah, then he just goes, Ah, there you go. Spoiler. Fuck you. What? Like, what's next? I was like, I don't like that energy. Yeah. Uh, that yeah, that bugs me. I mean, what does that guy say about like political shit, like controversial stuff? You know. Oh man, I've had some conversations oh, with him. He's a guy from a previous era of my life. Yeah, we got to keep him around. I've got a few of those as well. You got to keep him around a little bit. I actually brought one of those people. I hadn't seen him for like probably five, six years. So let's say six years, seven years. Yeah, and I brought him back into my life this year, and he kicked a hole in my porch he should so, probably stay away yeah he doesn't come over anymore because you know what <laughs> i'm renting this house so yeah that's not great it's a shame when you if they're almost intoxicating because you want to yeah, give them a chance dude it's the same you think they've the changed disney, it's the same as disney plus you bring it back and it's just not as good you bring it back and you're like oh man we had the best times. I bet we're going to have a good time. And then you come The in only reason I have Disney Plus is because of The Mandalorian. Oh, okay. Because okay. I'm a Star Wars nerd, kind of. And yep. that is... The first season was, like, better than the last three movies, I thought. I mean, it is just absolutely incredible television. Mm. And so it's... But they do this thing where they don't release it all at once. Dude, they they release keep- it week by week, which is like obviously the old style, but that means that I got to keep it for at least two months. Yeah, they keep you. I'm essentially paying $14 to watch The Mandalorian. It's like what, buying a DVD or something? God, I'm yeah. A DVD. It's a Blu ray now. Jesus. A Diva, what? <laughs> a Diva, what? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it going to be sad, though, when that's a, the real thing? Like with our kids, if we have kids, which we won't because neither of us probably should procreate but anyway when the younger generation comes yeah i'm not ready yet I, i've <laughs> said <laughs> here was my timeline upon graduation i'm gonna try the music thing i'm 18 at that at this point i'll okay. try the music thing till i'm like 23 and then i'll like you know maybe go back to school get a job and have like find a family because i, I want to be a young dad at 23 i start my first tour <laughs> and so i obviously plans changed yeah uh, and so i was like you know what i'll go until I'm like 26. We'll see how this goes. Well, I didn't leave. I just released my new song two months ago and I'm almost 30. It's not going away at all. No, man. And shouldn't. Um, and no, I realized at some point along the way that like, it's not a, it's not really a game. It's, it's a, it's a lifestyle. If I want to be the guy, if I want to create things and be creative and release art, I'm going to do that my entire life. And I just have to find a way that that is sustainable for me. Yeah, dude. And you can't undo that to your brain. Like you think like an artist, you speak like an artist. That's the only way I think. You can't show up for an office job and like, you'll go. I've applied for them. I've gone and interviewed and I was like, Oh, I'm castrating myself. Yep. Yep. Like it, I walk in and it feels like I'm like, I'm like leading myself to slaughter. Like I have this colorful mind and these ideas that people do like, not everybody, but some people really do like it. And to, to just pretend that I'm not going to do those things or be creative anymore. And I'm going to be an accountant for a, for a company. Yep. 
and he, they didn't give me the job. I think it's because when he asked if I had any experience, I said, I don't, but I'm a very fast learner. And I know a lot of people say that, but I can do literally anything I put my mind to. And he didn't like that answer. But let me tell you, if I want something, I will do it. Yeah. And that is a superpower I have. Yes. And I think the problem is, is getting you to want. Yeah, it's exactly. It's like what you want to do because you'll never truly want to be an accountant. No, and I have no accounting experience. I just know how to do Excel spreadsheets, which apparently is a great skill to have. (laughs) Um, A little piece of philosophy here. Um, Every man has a will, but you cannot will what you will. So we all have that thing that we want to do. We just can't decide what it is. See, now here's, I feel lucky that I know what I want. Exactly. So is it then my responsibility because I'm one of the few who knows what he wants to chase it with every ounce of money and passion I have? I think it might be. Yes. And, but unfortunately the capitalist society just isn't set up ideally for you. You'll just have to work. I will. And I will fail. Financially, yeah. I will fail, and I have failed. And I'm currently failing, uh, yeah. but but here's the thing: I'm fucking free, baby. <laughs> I didn't go to fucking college. I I drive the same car I did in high school. Oh, I got no yeah. debt, motherfucker. If I want to go to Canada tomorrow, I'm in. Well, oh maybe not because of Corona, but I can go literally <laughs> anywhere I want. I feel yeah. financially wrecked, but then when I think about how I don't have seventy thousand dollars in loans, I'm actually the rich one. Yeah, I'm just eating a lot of sweet potatoes and brown rice. Yeah, yeah, you are. But that's You're... the system. That's that's the way they. That's the way they. Now I sound like Alex Jones or something. That's the way they keep you out of thinking for yourself. Yes. Is they make it so comfortable to to enlist yourself into the system of constantly buying yourself out of debt. Yes. And I'm not going to do that. Yeah. It's a sad cycle. In the next five years, I'll be buying a goddamn Ford Bronco in cash. Manifesting. I'm manifesting. (laughs) I think by the end of the, I think by five years, we're going to have enough traction with this podcast where Ford's just going to give you a Bronco. Hell yeah. And I'm willing to say sponsored by Ford Bronco. Built Ford tough. If I'm if I'm driving a 2024 Ford Bronco, I'm selling the fuck out right away. Absolutely, <laughs> I am. I am not above just that, the man. traction in the winter time. I'm willing to sacrifice lots. Oh, Fresco, are you ready for the winter? Uh, I'm always ready. I don't, like, have to, you I don't have to shovel that. anymore. Where I live, they take care of shoveling, so like that takes a huge uh, burden off my back. I've got a really bad habit of not wanting to scrape my car windows in the morning, despite the fact that it takes like three minutes. So I'll tell you I'll, what happens. I bet you do what I do, where you you yeah. get the washer fluid and you do, and then it freezes and you keep washer fluiding it. Yep, you just keep. Yep, and then you're driving. And then your lights turn over. Out. Yep, yep, and then if there if you go down like a well lit street, you can't see shit for like three can't seconds. Anything. You're just like, well, I hope there's not a school bus coming. There has been way too many scenarios where I have not been able to see at all, like the sun's in my eyes or there's ice in the shield, where I've just decided to take the chance. <laughs> For like a split, I'll be like, well, there was one time I was driving U-Haul and I was turning onto a highway and I couldn't see because the U-Haul's so big and I was the only one driving it. Like I couldn't see over to my right. 
because it's so big. And the way that the road was, it was like intersecting unevenly. Like it wasn't like to a T point. It was more like a Y. So like you really, to check your right, you had to like look almost behind the vehicle, which I couldn't do. And I just went, I'm just going to go. And, I, and it was fine. And I did it. But I had to have the conversation with myself. You might get T-boned right now. <laughs> it was wild. Yeah, I've had a few of those too. It's really bad. Is I everyone know. doing that? I think everyone does it once in a while. And we once just in a while, have... there's a situation where you're just like, "Ah, oh, car's still moving. I... Leave it to the leave it to God." Here we go, Jesus, take the wheel. That's where the phrase comes from. Probably. Um, wow. Yeah, definitely. Yikes! Wow. It was just a song about bad driving. It wasn't a love song. Or I've never face. heard the song. I've just heard the saying. Yeah, I can't remember the singer at the moment, but I do know that she is blonde and she's a country singer. Carrie Underwood. Thank you. Yep, that's it. I didn't that's even it. know. Uh, Nailed are it. you sure? I... Try it. Let's see it. The yep. Fresco Google search. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Wow, you nailed that on the head, dude. <laughs> you just said blonde and country. and I was like, Carrie Underwood. Carrie Underwood. Listen to this. She had lots in her mind and she didn't pay attention. She was going too fast. Before she knew it, she was spinning a thin black sheet of glass. She saw both their lives flash before her eyes. She didn't even have time to cry. She was so scared, she threw her hands up in the air. Jesus, take the wheel. Take it from my hands. Dude, I feel like that's how the entire country feels right now. Just like whoever ends up winning right now, just Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> Jesus, take the wheel. Give me some health care. <laughs> Fuck, dude. Hey, when are we going to write a country song, man? Can we do that? I've had an idea for a country song called There's Room on the Floor. It's a holiday <laughs> country song about when you go visit your family and you sleep on the floor. There's not enough beds for everyone, but there's always room on the floor. I've had that idea for we're going on eight years. I've been writing that song silently alone. I've Don't only got it. the one line though. Can we please bring that to life? Because I remember writing a few verses of that song with you at five in the morning, maybe like three thirty in the morning, yeah. working at a retail store where we should not have been there at three thirty in the morning. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we can do it. Uh, got a lot of ideas it just needs to it needs the last line has to be there's room on the floor okay, there's room on the floor yeah that's uh, i also got another one it's again just the last line it's uh it goes no the shadow whiskey makes the sun go down it's good yeah wow Dude, you were born to be a rapper and a country musician. Is that hard? Is that conflicting? I'll tell you what. I was asked in an interview a year and a half ago, what's next for you musically? And I said, I've been really into 90s country and 90s hip hop. It's, it's oh, bound to happen, man. It is. But I don't have the twang unless I'm tired or a little bit drunk. Then the Why twang just happens. Why not both? That's my question for you, Fresco. Why not both? See, you're, we're right. We're writing right now. Why not both? Cause it takes two to tango. tango. There, <laughs> there it is. Synergy. It's called synergy. 
Yeah. Um, Fresco, how much time do we have left? Two minutes. Any concluding thoughts? I believe time travel is real and it has been real for a while. And I think that um, they've, they've been influencing our current day society. The time travel next week. Tune in next week for our uh, all pure yo-yo content video. <laughs> I love the flavor. No, but seriously, I believe time travel is real. And then they've been helping us and hurting us at the same time because both factions are time traveling. Both future factions. It's not just one company that's time traveling. It's two giant corporations that have taken over in the year 2424. And they have decided that the fate of their reality lies within our time. And so they've been sending people back, both corporations. There are no countries anymore. It's only corporations. It's all they want is your dollar. But what they found out is if you invest a dollar in the past, it pays hundreds of dividends in the future. They are investing in the people of their past that are generations before, generations before that they even exist. That being said, we'll see you next week on Fresco Savage live from the interdimensional bedroom. I'm Fresco Savage. Give yourself a shout out. Want to be time is money. Oh, Jesus. You're working with them. (laughs) 